It's Claire Stevens here and today I'm sharing how to book photo shoots in this new economy without being insensitive, tone deaf or salesy. There's a group of revolutionary photographers you've probably never heard of. We don't have huge online followings and yet we're creating consistent five-figure months on autopilot and our photographs are changing lives. Because our industry is so saturated, we've had to do things differently. We've had to do things smarter. And because photography is our bread and butter, we've had to be profitable from day one. So how are we doing it? Well, that's the big question and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm your host and photographer, Claire Stevens. Welcome to the Shoot Booking Secrets podcast. A lot of photographers are struggling right now. Maybe you've just come out of lockdown. Maybe you've just gone back in. Maybe life is starting to just get back into a semblance of normal again. Regardless of where you are or how you've been affected, we've all been thrown into some level of uncertainty, especially with our businesses. You might have heard yourself say things like, no one has money right now. I feel like I'm being insensitive if I market my business right now. People will think I'm slimy or scammy if I try to sell to them at the moment. I can't sell anything because we don't know when we can do the shoot. Maybe you've had a fully booked calendar and you heard yourself say things like, all my shoots have cancelled so I have no money coming in. I've just had to refund thousands of dollars. Or maybe you're at the beginning of your photography business journey and you've heard yourself say things like, I was just about to start my business but now I'll just wait until things go back to normal. Hands up if you've said any of these things recently or thought them. Because the thing is, things are not going to go back to normal, not for a long time. Because whenever there is uncertainty in an economy, people's buying mentality shifts. So more buyers become more value conscious, which basically means that more buyers become more discerning about what they spend their money on. It doesn't mean there's less money in the economy. It just means that the flow of money has diverted. More buyers have gone from buying simply because they wanted something to only buying if they can justify with logic that they need it right now. So before we go into any further, you need to understand there are three main types of buyers. Now, because I love numbers and metrics and maths and graphs, imagine that you are looking at a pie chart right now. This pie chart is divided into three types of buyers. Let's say 30% of the buyers are buyers who buy on emotion. So they buy because they want to. They buy because they feel like they deserve it. They buy because it will elevate their status or help them fit in. They buy because it will make them feel uh, that the world's a better place. Or they'll buy because they want to support you. Regardless of the reason, they buy on emotion. And nine times out of 10, these buyers will either know you, they'll know your work, or they just know that they want a photo shoot. Maybe they have friends of friends, or maybe they are friends or a trusted referral. They might buy because you're actually well known in your town or city. Maybe you've photographed someone who is well known to them, and so that's why they decide that they want to come and work with you. Price is not as relevant to this 
section of buyers because they've already decided whether they know it or not consciously or subconsciously that they need or want a photo shoot. Then when they see your beautiful photos and they see an offer to work with you, they buy. Let's call these buyers first tier buyers. First tier buyers tend to buy fairly quickly and they don't need too much marketing to make a decision. Now let's say the next part of the pie chart is 40% and these 40% of buyers are buyers who buy on emotion but then they justify with logic. These people might be following you for a while and they might still be a trusted referral or they could be people who've never heard of you before. Either way, these people still buy on emotion, that is they buy because it fulfills an emotional need or want, but they won't buy unless they can also justify the purchase with logic. So let's call these buyers second tier buyers. So second tier buyers usually need more time and thought to make a buying decision. So this could be two hours on a well-written sales page or it could be two years. And if, if they have to justify the purchase to other people, like a husband, for example, after they've justified it to themselves with logic, then the time period will tend to be longer rather than shorter. And then imagine the third part of the pie chart, uh, and that is the last 30%. So 30% of these people are buyers who buy on emotion, they justify it with logic, and then they also wait until the very last minute before they make a buying decision. So let's call these buyers the third tier buyers. Okay, so these three types of buyers are actually nothing new. This is marketing and sales 101. But we've just had 10 or so really good years since the recovery from the global financial crisis in 2008. So if you're a photographer who started their business since 2009, it's possible that you haven't had to worry about these three types of buyers before now. So when more buyers become more value conscious, which is what has happened in 2020, what this means is that more buyers have become second tier buyers instead of first tier buyers. So let's just visualize our pie chart again. So let's say now the first tier buyers represent only 5% of the pie chart instead of 30. Remember, these are the people who are a pretty easy sell. They buy because they want it. And if they see a good offer, they just make the purchase. And now 25% of those first tier buyers have now become second tier buyers. So now 65% of all your potential buyers will only buy if they can also justify the purchase with solid logic. So if you're struggling right now, it's likely that until now, the majority of your clients have come from first tier buyers. Maybe you've been getting away with finding enough clients just by sharing your gorgeous photos because your buyers have traditionally just bought on the emotion of seeing the photos and wanting the same thing. And now the majority of those buyers have become more discerning and they need more reasons to buy than it just being a nice thing to have. Or if you were struggling before 2020 to find clients, this might just have been your real problem. Maybe you've just been marketing to first tier buyers the whole time and you've exhausted that small pool of people who already know, like, and trust you and know that they want a photo shoot and now you need to throw your net 
wider. In either scenario, for photographers to make sales in this new economy without being insensitive, tone deaf or salesy, you have to connect with the majority of your potential buyers who are your second tier buyers. So to, to connect with your second tier buyers and mobilize them to take action, you need to go much deeper than you would if you were selling to first tier buyers. So I can see that you'd be sitting there going, okay, I get it. There's three different levels of buyers. I get that I have to go deeper, but how do I actually do that? So grab a pen because I'm gonna tell you the four steps for how you can go deeper with your second tier buyers so that you can connect with those people and mobilize them to take action. Okay, so first of all, you need to wholeheartedly and passionately believe in what you sell and communicate this. So ask yourself right now, do you passionately believe that people need your photography now more than ever? Why? You must understand deeply what motivates you in terms of the impact that your work has on people's lives and communicate this to your audience. This is the foundation of your entire business. If you don't genuinely and passionately believe that people need what you are selling, you have a bigger problem. Because why should anyone buy from you if you don't even believe that they need what you're selling? Secondly, you need to become value conscious yourself. So regardless of what situation you're in financially, you need to become value conscious yourself. Put yourself in your potential client's shoes. What are their concerns right now? What are all the reasons they are saying that they can't buy right now? What are all the problems that they are facing right now? If you don't know, don't assume that the problems you're having or the issues that you're having are their issues. Don't guess. Ask them and they will tell you. Step three, you need to come up with an offer that meets them where they're at that helps them to solve the problems that they have right now. So ask yourself, does the perceived value of your offer substantially exceed the price of a product or a service? Is it great value? Are there great inclusions that distinguish you from another photographer? Is it convenient? Is it easy to understand? Is it flexible? Are there payment options available? Does it have a clear refund or return policy? Do you have a satisfaction guarantee? Is there a reason to buy now instead of later? A bonus, a limited time price, a limited number? Are you communicating how you solve a problem for them in your offer? And then four, you need to be able to communicate the benefits of your offer and what you sell through logic. So what desire will they fulfill from buying your product or service right now? Will they save time or money? If they buy your product or service, will they make more money? Will your product or service increase their comfort or efficiency? 
Will it make them feel better about themselves? Will your product or service increase in value over time, therefore it's an investment? Will buying what you offer create prestige or give personal enrichment to them? Will it increase their social status or their perceived expertise? Will it replace something emotionally that they cannot have or never will have? Will it, is it compulsory? Do they need it for school or work or an emergency? Do they need your product or service to replace something that's outdated? Will it help them to bond or fit in with their friends or their community or their cultural group or work? Do they need a gift for someone who has bought them a gift or for work or for Christmas or for a birthday? What pain will they avoid by purchasing now? Will not buying your product or service now result in something that they will regret later? Will not having your product or service mean something will take more time or cost them more money? Will they be more vulnerable or worse off if they don't have your product or service now? Now, talking about fear or avoiding pain is something that often feels salesy or icky to photographers. But when you passionately and genuinely believe in what you're offering, so when you passionately and genuinely believe in your photography, it's simply your truth. In fact, when you passionately and genuinely believe in what you sell, it's your responsibility as a photographer to make people aware of not only the benefit and the impact of working with you, but also the pain they will feel if they don't have what you are offering. So when a photographer says to me, I feel like I'm being insensitive or people will think I'm sleazy or no one has money right now or if I sell to them, uh, I'll have to wait to start my business, I simply stop and ask them, do you genuinely and passionately believe that people are in need of your photos right now more than ever? Because if you do, you'll be more open to being more creative and resourceful about helping to solve your clients' problems and meet them where they are at when your clients say, not right now, to you. Because when someone says, not right now, most people leave it at that and they just accept that as gospel. But 99% of the time, not right now really just means that you have not connected with your second tier buyers to mobilize them to take action. You haven't effectively communicated the logic. They aren't convinced they need it enough to justify the purchase. So I'm going to give you some examples now from different niches. If I were a family photographer, Guess what the one thing this past year has shown us? It's shown us that family is the most important thing. What was the first thing you did after lockdown? Was it to go and spend time with family or friends that you hadn't seen? If we go into lockdown again, when will the next time you see the most important in your people in your life be? I bet the families of the million people who died wish that they had more photos with their loved ones. My dad had a massive heart attack during lockdown and it's not his first. We were all told he wasn't going to make it. 
He did, thank God. But during that period where we didn't know whether he would or not, and, you know, there was a few hours there where I was certain that he was gone and that was the last time I had seen him, I wished that I had taken more photos of all of us together when I had the chance. And I will be taking more professional photos the next time I get to see him. Family photographers need to be more passionate and more vocal than ever about the importance of their clients investing in family photos now because they shouldn't feel regret later on for not doing it. If I were a wedding photographer, this is a momentous time in history. Nothing is more important than love. And if we've learned anything, it's to not put off what's most important. So rather than cancelling weddings, I'd be encouraging my brides to go ahead and marry the person they love under these unique circumstances and get started with their lives together. Even if they can only have 10 people there, I'd be encouraging them to reframe this whole thing and make it a story to tell their kids and emphasize to them that now more than ever, including me as one of their 10 people invited to their wedding, was essential so that I could document the whole thing for them so that they could share it with the people who couldn't be there. I'd be encouraging them to have a big party and celebrate in 12 months' time or whenever it is that they can do it again and have all those people in one room again. And I'd be the photographer who captures that for them as well. This is what happened to my parents in 1975. They planned their wedding day and then the federal election was called on the same day. And it was a momentous election in 1975 when Gough Whitlam got in. So instead of stressing about it, my parents just worked around it. They made voting on on their wedding day part of their wedding because they were passionate about politics. So in the morning they went and voted and then they watched the election results at their reception. And their wedding photos are completely unique and perfect for them. And I love looking at them and going, what an awesome day for them. It's a perfect, perfect wedding for them, even though it wasn't what they originally intended. If I were a newborn photographer, guess what's going to be happening over the coming months and year? Lots of newborns after months in close confines. There is so much opportunity if you want to look for it. And if your clients miss their newborn session because of lockdown, then it's more important than ever for them to book in a shoot ASAP before their baby changes even more than it has already. If I were a pet photographer, guess what happened in 2020? Everyone decided they needed a dog, even me. If you wanted to buy a dog from a breeder in Australia, They went from $2,000 to $7,000 for a cavoodle and there are wait lists for months and months. If someone is willing to spend $7,000 on a dog, I can guarantee those same people will spend $1,000 or $2,000 on a photo shoot for that dog with their family. If I were a branding or a commercial photographer, there were 528 million entrepreneurs in 2018. Guess what happened basically overnight at the beginning of 2020? 
The only way to sell was to be online. And guess what those 528 million business owners needed to be able to sell online? They need photos and videos. This is our jam. They need to be able to connect with their second tier buyers. So there are 528 million customers right now who need what you have to offer and you're telling me that you can't find people and clients to help right now? I don't believe that. If I were a landscape photographer, guess what everyone is doing right now? They're making improvements to their homes because they're spending so much time there. They've realized how important and nice it is to be at home. So now more than ever, people need your gorgeous prints on their walls. If I sold online photography courses, guess what people are doing right now? They're learning new skills at home online. Now more than ever, people are looking for ways to use their time wisely while they don't have the distractions of going to the pubs and going to social events. Now more than ever, parents should be documenting this significant time in their kids' childhoods. This is the stuff that family history is made of. And guess what everyone who has money is doing right now? They are supporting local. There are people out there who want to support you. There is so much opportunity out there if you passionately believe in what you're selling, if you are open to seeing that opportunity, and if you meet your buyers where they're at. And even if you are going back down into lockdown and you're, or you're unable to do shoots for whatever reason, then guess what's going to happen when you can do shoots again? You're going to have to squeeze two years worth of clients into six months. You will literally and genuinely not be able to photograph everyone. You'll need to create a way to give preference and guess what that way will be? Preference will go to those who have paid you something. I know in Melbourne right now, all of my friends are hankering to get to their hairdresser because they've been in lockdown for months. If I was in Melbourne, I would happily pre-purchase or put down a deposit with a hairdresser to ensure I was able to get a spot first when they opened again. Your photography business is no different. There is no reason why you cannot be taking payment plans from people to ensure that they get preference. So just like I say to photographers who say not right now to coming and working with me in my coaching program, the Photography Business Accelerator, the photographers who are in my program during lockdown and over the last six to nine months, they have had extraordinary results. One of my students made $29,745 in 14 days while she was homeschooling her six kids in a brand new niche without a website. Another photographer who lives in the middle of sticks in Queensland booked 60 photo shoots in the first nine months of 2020, which is double her entire 2019 numbers. Another student who usually does three to $4,000 months in her business just did $17,202 last month. Another student created a passive income stream selling landscape, landscape prints. And from selling, sending one email and posting once on social media, she made $3,500, double what she would have made at a photo shoot that she would have had to drive four hours to do. And she wasn't able to do it anyway because she was in lockdown. Another student went from not being able to do shoots at all because her husband was immunocompromised to creating the online course she had always wanted to create that is now making her 
$10,000 a month without her having to leave the house. And even an Airbnb real estate photographer in my PBA program has made almost double her usual income last month when most people would be telling her that no one's spending money in the travel and tourism industry right now. There is always opportunity and there is always a way if you are open and passionate to finding that way. So when photographers tell me that they can't find a few hundred dollars per month to work with me, I simply respond and say, I totally understand that this might feel like a stretch right now, but how would it feel to be getting results like this in your business? Amazing, right? And how will it feel if you're in the same place you are right now in another six or 12 months time? What impact will that have on you and your family? Can you really afford not to make the change? So let's recap on what we talked about today. If you want to know how to book photo shoots in this new economy without being insensitive, tone deaf or salesy, first of all, you need to understand that there has been a big shift in buying mentality in 2020. Then you need to tap into your passion about why you sell what you sell and the impact that your photography has. Then you need to understand your buyers and meet them where they are at right now and what problems they are facing right now. Fourthly, you need to communicate the benefits gained from what you offer and the pain that your clients will avoid by choosing not to work with you. And then you need to create an offer that meets your clients where they are right now uh, and the problems that they that you solve for them. I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. If you would like to go deeper on this topic, I'm actually running a live web class where I'm sharing how one of my students made $29,745 in 14 days in the middle of lockdown while homeschooling her six kids and without a website. It's completely free for a limited time and you can grab your spot at shootbookingsecrets.com forward slash free hyphen training hyphen live. I hope to see you on the live training and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shoot Booking Secrets podcast. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you leave us a five-star review during our first month on air, you'll be offered a complimentary one-on-one photography business action plan call with me. And if you want to get your hands on some of my best free resources, such as the tools that I use and recommend for automating my marketing and sales, then head on over to shootbookingsecrets.com and you can grab it there. We will see you in the next episode.